Yeah. We back. I know y'all miss me. Cause I missed y'all. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, aka Poppy Day Chocolate, aka Big Daddy Fresh. And I'm back to give y'all some more of this freshness. I got a guest on here today. He's a fellow podcaster. He's a traveler. We got the good brother, Mr. Kanal. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing fine, sir. How are you? I'm wonderful, man. Just living life, man. Drinking some tea right now. That's it, man. Taking it day by day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm actually eating some watermelon right now. So, You know, man, I ain't really big into watermelon. Even like as a little kid, I ain't like it, man. And like my peoples would be like giving me like a piece of like a huge ass piece of watermelon and like some salt. I was like, put some salt on. I'm like, bro, this is nasty. Like, nah. <laughs> no, um... A watermelon has a lot of health benefits, man. It actually cleans up your arteries. And also, guys, if you experience some type of ED issues, uh, watermelon has a huge natural resource of natural sources of uh, L-arginine. And what I normally do, I, I, I scrape the white part of the uh, watermelon and put it, you know, and put it into a blender, put some berries, some, you know, some berries, some strawberries in there, and I'll drink it as a, as a smoothie. I can dig it. I can dig it. Oh, uh, yeah, man, you were talking about ED and stuff, and... I was thinking about something that we had, uh, I posted up in that group when yeah. I when I was with a little chick and I showed her that honey pack. I said, "Well, you know what this is," and she was like, "What? No, what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch you know, of you know, a, a bunch of dudes was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "Oh man, y'all ain't even hip to the game." And some of my yeah. some of my peoples was like, "Bro, you did her dirty, man. Why you do that?" I said, "Hey, man, it's all good fun." To be honest, the women could take that as well. That that will also increase her uh, her arousal. So. Uh, what I do is sometimes I'll take it in the morning as a form to like drinking coffee. Uh-huh. So it gives me the energy to start my day. If I, if I need to go sightseeing or, or go work out, I'll just take it in the morning. But at the same time, the benefits of it will definitely hook you up in the bedroom. So that's the good thing about it. Yeah, because I just recently found out like the chicks can take it. Because I seen something on TikTok yeah. where a chick was pouring a honey into like a little Hennessy bottle and shit and was like, we'll let y'all know. I'm like, damn, you can drink that too? I thought it was no, just what the dudes. thing is, well, here's the thing is, you can't drink with alcohol. So when she actually did that, when she poured into an Hennessy bottle, it just kills the effect. Because the um, alcohol is more like a depressant uh-huh. versus what the, the honeywell is more like a caffeine. So it goes, it basically overset the uh, the royal honey and is not effective. So you put that in an alcohol drink, it doesn't do anything to it. Uh-huh. I see, I see. Yeah, so if anything, if you were to take it, take it on the empty stomach and take it with water, and that's it. I'll feel that. I'll take notes next time. Yeah, 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 definitely, man, definitely. But, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad to be back to talk to the good people. I missed y'all. You know, a lot of stuff has been going on. We're going we gonna to get into it. But first, we're going to do the shout-outs to get them knocked out of the way. What we do on here, man, I shout-out all the cities and the states. They fuck with me. And the least I can do is just shout them out. Now, some okay. some of these cities and shit I ain't never heard of. And I'd be like, hey, yo, let me know. And most of them don't know. And I'd be like, bro, y'all some little fuckboys for that shit. I might want to come to that little town. I love the travel and shit. But I think they don't tell me because they don't want me to come over and fucking they bitches and shit. But if I want to find them, I'll find them. But okay, shout, okay. shout out to USA, India, Zambia, uh, Brazil, and Spain. Nice. Whoever is in Zambia, hit me up because I've been trying to go to Devil's Pool for years 
and I need to make some connections. So whoever's out there, hit me up. If you don't know nothing, I'm pretty sure you know somebody that knows something. And if they, if you, if not, just hit me up on some cool shit. Like you listen to me, I want to know what my listeners is like. So shout out to Louisville, Los Angeles, the unknown, Alyssa Viejo, Ridge Spring, y'all knew. Shout out to y'all. Ashburn, Bear, Charlotte, Irving, uh, Kitwe, Long uh, Long Beach, Mumbai, Philadelphia, Poon, Radcliffe, San Antonio, Tampa. Here's a new one. Man, I don't even want to fuck it up. C C A U C A S I A Caucasia, some shit like that. I don't know where that is. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I never heard of that before. Yeah, so shout out to y'all. Shout out to Miramar. Y'all might have listened before. I don't remember. Shout out to Concord, Georgetown, Laguna Niguel, New York, Baltimore, Barcelona, Gardena. This is a new one. Panny Pat, P-A-N-I-P-A-T. Shout out to y'all. And then here's another new one. I can't even pronounce this one. O-S, I mean, O-S-C-E-O-L-A. Shout out to y'all. And if y'all got some bad bitches out there, let me know. Shout out to Denver and Ithaca. As far as the art, iTunes charts, I'm on the iTunes charts right now in Saudi Arabia. So shout out to all the Saudi Arabians. So yeah, man. Oh, also, right, right. also, I want to say a big shout out to California because they became the first state to legal free lunch to all the kids. Breakfast oh, nice. and lunch. Growing up, man, did you get free lunch or did you have to pay for lunch or did you bring your lunch from nah, home? I got, I got free lunch, man. Hey, know, me too, baby. Haitian Are yeah, you Haitian? Haitian immigrant. Yeah, yeah. Sa Naboule, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like being a Haitian in the 70s, late 70s and 80s, you know, my mom, you know, we were poor, man. So getting that, that free lunch was essential. Man. And in the summertime, the, 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 the parks in Miami used to give out those summer lunches, you know, those, those uh, sandwiches. Bruh. Apples in the bag and cookie. Bruh, okay. I, I, go ahead, go ahead. Right? No, 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 no. I used to be that fat kid. I used to go try to get seconds, man. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to go to this day camp uh, at Newburgh Community Center, and we would mm-hmm. be at the community center, and then there was a park across the street, so we would always be at the park. And then during the afternoon, this white box truck would show up, and all the kids would go crazy because our lunch and shit was in there. And we would get a little a little bullshit-ass sandwich, a piece of, sometimes a cookie, uh, some fruit, a little piece of fruit and shit, and maybe like yeah. a little vegetable stick or something like that, man. We Man, I, whenever that white truck would show up, I would be so hyped, bro, because I'd be so hungry. And shit, I, <laughs> in elementary school, everybody had free lunch. Shit, I still remember my lunch number, bro, 16, 17. And shit. Oh, yeah, damn. I man, lunch. Shit, I, I got a cold-ass memory. And then, like, in middle school, I may have had a pay or something like that. But I know in high school, I had reduced lunch. And that shit was, like, 40 cent. And I was like, cool. I remember one day I skipped school, and I was hungry. And I didn't have a lot of money and shit. I was, like, I was a senior. And, like, I just drove to school for lunch. I'm like, shit, this is the only place I can eat, like, a full balanced <laughs> meal for 40 cent. And my people was wow. like, yo, why weren't you in class? I said, bro, I skipped. I just came here to eat lunch real quick. And then I ate and I went back home. I was wow. like, I've been fucked up, man. It's all good. I got a good heart, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I mean, to me, yeah, we had free lunch. I had free lunch all the way through high school. But, like, the high school I went to in Miami was uh, we could actually leave campus to go eat. So you could literally buy chicken wings and fries for two dollars, and this is back in 1993 and stuff. So uh, I always keep the two dollars in my pocket for lunch. 
Hell yeah. Or, you know, sometimes get a Coke and some and two Jamaican patties, and I was full. So I was good. Did y'all have, like, like restaurants come? Like, we had, like, Subway, like, Papa John's, like, Arby's and shit nah, on certain days. Man, this, is, this is the early 90s, man. So okay. we used to go off campus. And there, was a lot of, there, were, there were a lot of mom and pop restaurants across the street from high school. Yeah. So during our lunch break, we could leave the campus and come back. We only had 45 minutes. So we go across the street and, you know, go to the arcade room. Oh, you know, go to the little chicken spot and, you know, get your chicken wings and fries, eat it fast, and walk back across the street back to the high school. I can dig it. I can dig it. Man, so I talked about it on my last episode that I had been doing some stand-up comedy. So I've been taking it serious, yeah. you know. I've been working on this routine, trying to get it tough, and I've been going to some comedy clubs and shit, you know, working it out. And I've been going to comedy clubs where other comedians go to work out their material. Mm-hmm. And like man bro it's so much like emotions and like that i get when i'm there because in ways i'm excited and then i see some of these other people and i hear their story and shit and i'll be like oh fuck like i don't want to be you yeah like the first spot i went to it was cool like i was the last one to go up and all the other people man was like shitty i'm like bro your jokes suck like it was just like white chick like middle-aged white chick like her fucking jokes was talking about Shopping at some like store for like wallpaper and shit, and then this bitch is like, like my daughter was wiping boogers on the window. She's not a normal kid like me. I used to eat boogers. Y'all used to eat boogers, and I'm like, bro, that ain't even funny. And hell no, I ain't eat no damn boogers. Nah, yeah, I ain't eat boogers. Man. Yeah, and then like other people were just like saying like lame ass jokes. So like I got up there, you know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I killed it, and I was getting laughs and shit. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I went to a, another spot a couple of days later. And, like, this spot was dope because it was, like, an actual, like, real, real comedy club and, like, a, the big stage and everything. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really finna get a, get up in there. I have my camera and shit set up right in the front. And people's uh, is going. like So, like, I'm the first person who got there. And then, like, this old man, like, in his, like, 70s or some shit, he shows up. So he was like, you waiting for the comedy club? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, okay, the OG doing comedy and shit. He told me he'd been doing comedy for, like, 30, 40 years. So I'm expecting him to be, like, Kind of dope. And he was like, you know, I just never made it. And then he told me that mm-hmm. he, had, he like headlined at Caroline's in New York. That's like a famous comedy club. He was like, yeah, you can see me on, online. I was like, okay. Yo, this dude, is <laughs> his name is Zan and shit. When we, when we get into the comedy club and shit, like the host came in. He's asking her a bunch of questions and shit, and she's getting annoyed. He is kind of an annoying old man or whatever. But as, okay. like, as we talking and shit, and I'm realizing, I was like, damn, like, OG's, like, in his 70s or whatever. He's been trying to do this and, like, never made it. But he never gave up. And I admired him for that shit. But I was expecting him to, like, to be, like, funny and shit. And he's, like, telling me how he hates, like, sex jokes and shit. And people saying, like, pussy and dick. So his jokes and shit was so fucking random. He would talk about, like, someone who was, like, she was born in 1943 and start giving fun facts and shit. And, like, it just threw the whole fucking joke off. And then, like, the more he talked, yeah. the more, like, of like white spit was like in the corners of his mouth. And I'm like, oh my God, bro, wipe your fucking mouth. And then he's like, he did some joke and he's talking about, he's like on stage just yelling pussy, 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 pussy. And I'm like, yo, this seven year old man is just yelling pussy just randomly on the fucking stage. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God. The whole set was just horrible. And I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of see why he never made it. 
And then he's like talking to uh, doing other people set, asking me, he's like, hey, man, how did I do? And I'm trying to be nice and respectful to the OG. And I was just like, I said, hey, man, just wait, man. They perform and people can can hear us talking because like we literally in the front. And then like when it was doing a break, I was like, yo, I said, yeah, you was kind of on a little tangent off and on and shit. And you, people really couldn't get the jokes because you were started and then come back to it like a minute later and shit. So I was just trying mm-hmm. to be like respectful to him. So I'm excited to go up on stage and then I'm like smelling something weird. And then some people said they see smoke and it was like, oh, it might be a fire. So we have to leave. But they had like a little patio and shit with a stage and shit. So they was like, everyone can perform out there. I was like, all right, cool. I don't okay, care. Okay. I just want I just want to perform. But then, bro, you can hear the sounds of the street going by like cars. And then you can hear the planes flying over. I'm like, man, I ain't trying to do this. So what they was doing, they was drawing people's names out of a cup just for rotation wise. They do like a little lottery like that. So they hadn't called me and I was like, cool. And then the host came in and was like, the owner is going to shut it down early. It wasn't a fire. It was something with the air conditioner. And they was like, instead of just keep performing until the repairman comes, they just going to shut it down now. And I was like, damn, bro, I didn't get to fucking perform. So I was like, that was like on Friday. I went back to another spot. I went back to the same spot on Monday and no one showed up. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, it was like four or five other dudes that showed up to try to perform and no one was there. And that's one thing I've noticed about the comedy clubs. Like, They'll say they'll be open, and then they don't. And if they say, like, I've been seeing shit that says, like, showtime is at 5. Like, folk don't be opening up the doors to, like, 5.05, 5.10. I'm like, damn, y'all not punctual at all. So, like, Monday, I was mad because I wanted to perform. And this one place that I went to, like, the week before, they was closed. And I was looking. I saw they had, like, some slots open to perform. So I signed up, and I went up there. You know what I'm saying? I performed. And I'm, like, looking at them people, and, like, they jokes was, like, shitty. And I, I've been feeling like I've been doing the best out of everybody. Not that I'm fucking Richard Pryor or nothing like that, but I'm, like, with these people, they telling little stupid-ass jokes, and I'm telling you a funny-ass fucking story for, like, 10 minutes and shit. So I was getting, like, laughs, like, here and there. But one thing that I, I noticed, and I was talking like, other comedians, they don't laugh when you're performing because they look at you as competition, and then they check in, like, you out and how you, you know what I'm saying, do your little shit. So I, that's why I was like, oh, that's why I'm not getting like a lot of laughs. But like when certain shit is like hitting, like I'm catching people like laughing. So I'm like, man, I can't. I'm tired of like performing in front of these haters and shit. But I was excited at that one club. There was other comedians there, but then there was like people in the public. So it was like over 20 something people in there. Like there was motherfuckers on dates and all that. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to be performing in front of like regular ass people. And I already had like a little, a little, uh, a little intro. Like this one dude, he got on stage. First fucking thing he says is, you know who I hate? I hate white people. I hate middle-aged white ladies in particular. And it's like four middle-aged white ladies in the crowd. And they like, boo. So this dude, he fucking, after that shit, he bombs totally and shit. I thought he was going to have like a nervous breakdown. And this white lady, she yelled out. She said, we know what you hate. Tell us what you love. So motherfuckers is like heckling them and shit. But then they just started having like, he just got up there and started talking like a regular conversation. So I was going to get up there and be like, hey, I don't know about him, but I fucking love middle-aged white women. What's up? And then that was a perfect, like, little intro to lead into my joke. And I didn't get to do that shit. And I was like, fuck, man. But I'm excited on this little journey and shit. I'm going to probably do, like, another week of, like, performing in front of comics. And then I'm about to start hitting up places, like, where the actual public is. So I'm excited about it, man. I just been uh, recording myself, like, in the crib doing a routine like I had to cut it down to like 10 minutes so I did that and I'm just yeah. trying to get like my mannerisms and all that right and but yeah I'm excited about it man so I can't wait to 
do something in front of like a real crowd. And then I've been documenting like this whole like journey, like going to these clubs, practicing. So yeah, I'm gonna have like a little, I guess like a little short documentary just showing like the road to like my first like show and just getting into this shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely look into getting some cameras and maybe a GoPro or a DJI pocket so you could record your experience and like really vlog your experience. That'd be a great way to, to document your entire, you know, journey. Yeah, because I've, I've been using my phone and I've been using my Canon uh, 70D. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Cool, man. And then I, I did a movie last week. I didn't even think, I, I had a feeling I was going to do it, but then I kind of lost hope. Like, my people hit me up and was like, hey, yo, there's a movie. They need somebody to play Santa Claus. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, shit, I'll do any fucking thing. I don't give a shit. So then he was like, I'll let you know. And then he hit me back and was like, they was good or some shit like that. Either way, I wasn't going to get it. I'm like, all right, cool. So then a few days later, he called me. and was like, what you doing? I'm like, I'm about to go in this appointment. What's up? He's like, I'm on, I'm at the movie set. They going to need people. Stand by. So I was like, all right. So I'm gonna try, trying to wait. And then he texted me. He was like, no, they're good. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Okay. And then the other day, <clears throat> Oh, when I was walking to the comedy club, the one that they they shut down, I, he had called me and was like, hey, what are you doing like tomorrow? And I was like, shit, nothing. He was like, all right, text this girl, send her this info. You're going to do the movie. I was like, all right, straight. So the movie is called Santa Games. And Phase uh, on Love, Big Worm from Friday, he's like one of, yeah. the, he's one of the stars in it. And the movie is they trying to find the next mall Santa. So I'm one of the people that is trying to be the next mall Santa. And that's, nice, all, that, nice. that's all I'll say about that. But I have, I have fun. I was kind of disappointed with something, but it was, it was cool. You know, it was what movie says, man, is a lot of waiting. Like I got there, I had to be here at eight o'clock and we didn't start shooting till like 10, 11. Like I'm chilling on the couch, like sleep. I'm like, yo, I'm getting paid to sleep. But like they food what selection wasn't that dope. Like all I all I had was some cold ass McGriddles. I had two sausage McGriddles and shit. And I was like, damn, they look craft service is kinda weak right now. But like it was a cool experience. I was like, I'm wait, hopefully they send me my damn check. But speaking of craft services, there's some chick that was on American Idol, shot a music video a couple of days, and was like, Oh yo, we need y'all to come up there for the video. I was like, cool. They had the dopest fucking craft service ever. Like, they didn't even use us in the video, and I wasn't mad because I spent my entire time outside. They had Slim Jims. They had sausage links. They had chips. They had turkey wow. They had turkey sandwiches. They had muffins. They had candy. They had all kind of shit. I, was, I wasn't even mad. They was like, oh, we feel bad that y'all came. I said, look, y'all have food. I'm not tripping. Trust me. I haven't even ate today. I said, I ain't mad at all. And they even gave me shit to take home. Like, they gave me some, some blueberry muffins. I put them in the freezer. They gave me some banana nut muffins. I ate them. And they gave me some, some yogurts. And then they gave me some gogurts. And I was like, man, I ain't had a gogurt in forever. And then I remember my childhood. So I threw a couple of them up in the freezer. So I'm going to eat some of this after I get finished with this podcast. So shout out to gogurts. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. But hopefully I can get some more like film and TV work under my belt and stuff and, and just get more exposure. And hopefully I can get a, a good ass role where like I'm like inner inner like motherfuckers like oh shit I seen you like multiple times and so I don't know I'm gonna try to manifest it but I'm gonna keep hustling and doing what I do. 
Yeah, well, I mean, as long as you, you keep a positive mindset, keep uh, continuing to give give yourself more exposure, uh, the job the job will come. I mean, that's right. all these moving opportunities going to come to you. Hell yeah! So, man, tell us about your podcast, man. What's the name of it, and what is it about? Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Um, my name is Kanal. I'm the creator of Black Man Travel. Uh, that's singular, Black Man Travel. Um, I actually, I, I, I just recently started creating a, I created a YouTube channel, which highlights all of my travel experience around the world. I, as of right now, I've been to 34 countries. I'm actually heading to Mexico in a couple of weeks, then to Dominican Republic in September and Thailand in November. Um, with my website, I actually highlight a lot of my uh, travel experiences from pictures and videos. And also too, I give guys tips and tricks on how to maneuver outside of the U.S. So from health and wellness to digital nomad, um, just in case you guys don't know what a digital nomad, basically I work from home, but I can work from anywhere across the world. As long as I got a Wi-Fi and a laptop, I can work. So uh, what I do is I give guys tips how to secure these type of jobs. And these jobs make six figures easily, you know, depending on what certification you have. Um, so my podcast kind of highlight that. My podcast highlight four principles. Which, which are um, digital nomad, health, lifestyle, and travel. So I try to incorporate all those four things into black man travels and give people a reason why they should travel the world. And it's a lot cheaper than what people think it is. And also just, just great things to see. If you're a single guy, single woman, um, there's you don't have to be afraid traveling alone because it's not as as – as scary as most people try to paint it. Now, granted, there's certain areas you should not go, but I always advise everyone. Sorry about that. I always advise. I always advise everyone to go out and travel and experience something different. And you mentioned about like making money from like home or travel. I might. Yeah. I might need to rap with you about that because I've been really considering moving out the country, and I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I right, I might just try to get. A online job based out of America, and then you know move somewhere, and then have that American salary because you know I was I was like really yeah, considering. Yeah, that's what a lot of guys do. Um, I, a lot of my colleagues they actually work for American-based companies, but they have security clearance to leave the country with the laptop. A lot of companies in the states are kind of fearful and allowing their workers to work from another country due to uh, security issues, uh, hacking, uh, ransomware, and so forth. So sometimes you got to make sure that the job you get it allows you to actually go overseas and work from there. Because I've known a couple of people who lost their jobs by just taking their computer overseas and trying to work from there, and they got caught. Yeah, yeah, that was something I was like looking at. I'm like, I got to make sure I can like be overseas. So I'm like, shit, I don't like. I was thinking about moving to Thailand and like, you know, shit. A lot of folk over they live off like fifteen a. Like nineteen hundred dollars a month, and they comfortable. But I'm like, I ain't trying to be like that. I need like more. So I was like, oh, I need to find an online job. And I was thinking like, I could get caught up, you know, being overseas. If they, if they say, hey, we need you to come in for a meeting, or they just, you know, somehow figure it out or whatever IP address or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what they do is they use your IP address to track you where you at. So, but that's what I said. Uh, before you decide to go overseas, make sure you got the clearance from the companies to work overseas. Some companies are against it. Some companies, uh, they don't matter because they have a great firewall to prevent any uh, security breaches. But um, 
I say, you know, in order for you to be a digital man, work remotely, you got to be extremely disciplined. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to work four hours and then be out, out in the streets. You got to keep yourself in a routine where you literally work the same way you will do um, back home. So that's the mindset you got to have. Keep a routine, stay disciplined, and, uh, and don't jeopardize your paycheck, man, because, again, um, imagine you're making six figures here in the States where you live in Thailand or Bali. You look like a king in those man. with six figures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So out of all the places that you travel to, man, where's your favorite place? Uh, it depends, you know, really. Um, I think right now South Africa is, is, the, is the highest. Okay, which uh, part? Sugar, uh, I went to Johannesburg and Cape Town. That's where I want to go. It was a great experience. It was my Huh? That's where I want to go. Yeah. I went to Johannesburg and Cape Town. Johannesburg reminded me of, like, Chicago, and Cape Town reminded me of, like, Miami or L.A. Oh, okay. So, um, it's a whole different vibe out there, man. And Plus, I, I think, too, it was my first country that I ever visited. So that made the experience more grand versus, uh, you know, I normally travel a lot through Asia. I mean, not Asia, through uh, Latin America. I need to start hitting up more Latin American countries, man, and and Europe. Yeah, um, I've been all over Latin America. Um, just last month, I was in El Salvador. I took a, a, a vacation. Well, basically, I took a girl with me on a trip, and we kind of, like, explore El Salvador. I've seen the pictures. And... Oh, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, that's what's so, up. So, uh, I've done that, and... Um, but sometimes the majority of my travel alone, travel solo. Yeah, man, all my travels for real solo. I I took two trips with with some people and shit. But yeah, majority of mine, I'm by myself. I like it. I always make friends. Most of the time, I already know people before I get up there. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for my next trip. I don't know where it's gonna be at, but I need to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to going to Thailand. Cause I've never been to Asia before, so yeah, I'm kind of excited. Whatever questions you have, man, you know, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, I'm going to Chiang Chiang Mai, um, going to Phuket, Bangkok, and Pattaya. All right. So right now, I'm just doing my research right now trying to figure out, you know, what spots to hit up and so forth. Chiang Mai, man, I ain't been up there, but I've been wanting to hit it up. Like, I like to hike, and they said they got, like, good, like, mountains and hiking trails. They said, like, the food is, like, really good up there. They have, like, a lot of... uh, like little street like markets and like night markets and like street vendors and nice and all that shit they got like these elephant mm-hmm. sanctuaries that's like real dope so i would go yeah, up there the yeah that's the reason why i'm going i'm going for the elephants i want to i want to see it give them a bath yeah um take some pictures but you know sightseeing for a little bit i'll be there for like three days yeah i did the the thing where you get the elephant in the bath and all that when i was in phuket phuket is fun man okay. i know like, I noticed when I was in Phuket, like, the last time, a lot of bitches was, like, on some, like, selling pussy type shit. And I was like, what the fuck? But there's a there's a street called Bangla Road where there's a lot of clubs and all that shit. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, real fun over. And then when I was there, like, shit wasn't fully opened up a little all the way. So it was still kind of fun, but we was going to this one hotel. They had a, a, a club called King Kong. So you might want to check that out. They might still be rocking. And they was, like, going to, like, 4 or 5 in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, but Bangla Road is dope, man. The first time that I went up there, 
I ended up in some Russian karaoke bar for like hours, like performing for these motherfuckers. Like people was coming up to me like, hey, were you saying this? Were you saying that? I was like, all right, cool. Pattaya is cool, man. You know, there's a lot of hoes out there. Uh, Walking Street is like the main like little area like where there's clubs and all that, man. They have like a lot yeah. of Indian clubs. They got like Russian strip clubs. Like the, the, the black clubs is one of them is called 808 and another one is called Flex. Uh, which one's better? Huh? Which, which one's better? I've been to both of them. 808 is more fancier. They both was cool. I think one of them closes earlier, and then one of them, I think Flex stays open late. But they was both cool. You know, I would fluctuate back and forth. Pattaya, a lot of people don't really, people go to that beach, but they don't really be, like, fucking with it like that. But there's this island called Kolarn that you can go to. I went up there a few times with some different little chicks. And you can go by ferry. That takes about 30, 40 minutes. Or you can take a speedboat. And the price for the speedboat is like fucking seven, eight dollars in our money. It's it's cheap. And the speedboat will get you like there in like 10 to 15 minutes. And on that wow. little that little island and shit, man, like you get to like the little port and they have the the moto taxis and the moto taxi ride is like five minutes to the beach. There's different little beaches and shit. You those they'll show you like a little map. You just pick whatever one. There's always this one I always go to. I forgot the name of it. It's it's where the the monkeys are. So you can tell them, like, take me to the one where the monkeys are. It's real cool. They got the little beach chairs and umbrellas set up. And I'll be up there chilling, man. The water is nicer than Pattaya Beach. And, yeah. Mm. And there's another area that I went to when I was up there called Soy Six. That's where, like, a lot of the fucking, like, little sleazy bars and shit where, like, all the little chicks is out there trying to lure you to come in and all that. But Bangkok is cool, man. Make sure you go to Calsun Road. That's a street where there's a yeah. lot of, like, clubs and shit like that, man. And, oh, one thing I do like about Calcine Road is they have, like, these little buckets, man, like like a little pail that you would put, like, some sand in. And some of these places have it buy one, get one free. So I was walking around with, like, two buckets, bro, just getting fucked up. Like, one night I had, like, ten buckets. So you'll see people holding yeah. a sign and shit telling you, you know, the uh, – the the specials and i don't know if you smoke weed but like weed is legal over so they got like motherfuckers sitting setting up tables and shit like selling like grams and all that and you can and a lot of them little little clubs and shit will let you smoke on the little patio now some of them had a sign that said you can't smoke but majority of them they'll let you smoke and some of the little spots actually trying to sell you weed while you up there <laughs> yeah so that's a little yeah, change for them I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it man so i'm doing my research um, checking out the different lodging options and commuting every three days to to new cities. So I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also going to start probably pipelining in a, in a week or so. I mean, I mean, sorry, I'll start pipelining in October, like late October. Uh, and I'll send you some information too, because to get to Pattaya, that's just like it's like about about two hours or under from from Bangkok, and they got a bus that'll take you. You know what I'm saying? And like the bus is like less than ten dollars. And the buses, they cool. Or you can take a taxi. You might have to pay like $30 or some shit. But, you know, you get there quicker and you got your privacy. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I'll definitely be reaching out to you when it's time. Yeah. Man, let's talk about let's talk about this Facebook group, man. Yeah, um, the Facebook group, again, is, is Black Men Travels. And it's basically an outlet for guys to share their travel experience through a variety of different pictures, videos, trip reports. But also, you know, talk about anything that's travel related. Sometimes we talk about relationships. <laughs> um, we'll have, 
yeah, conversation around guys, you know, not dating in the stage, but exploring the options overseas, but also we have guys that's doing both. So yeah. it, it's a pretty much an open forum where everybody can just talk about, you know, black men, you know, issues and opportunities. You know, I never knew like the the word or the phrase matrix. And I was always seeing people being like, gotta get out the matrix, women in the matrix. And I would always be asking, like, what is a matrix? And dudes would be thinking I would be like joking and they would be like leaving comments and shit. I'm like, bro, I honestly don't fucking know. And then one dude finally told me he was like, It's America. This is the word for America. I was like, All right, cool. I'm like, I had no fucking clue what that meant. And people just always kept using it and no one for like for months, nobody told me. And I'm like, what the fuck is the matrix? So I'll be glad I finally yeah. figured it out because I never seen like that word or, like or anybody use it like that before. But one mm-hmm. thing that I do enjoy is like, bro, there's a lot of a lot of punk ass dudes in this world and like in these groups and shit, man. Like I see like a lot of foolery. I know you do too, and I really enjoy like when these dudes be like arguing over like hoes and shit. And I'm like, bro, like you know she's for the streets, like for everybody, like. Y'all two paid her and everybody else did. But I think it's like real corny when like dudes are like, yo, which one of y'all reached out to her and told her I post pictures? I think that's some bitch shit. Yeah, I mean, you, you get that in every group. You get guys that pull uh, talk, snitch on you because they, they, they probably got something interested in that person. So they're trying to eliminate all possibles. Yeah. So they'll, they'll do some shit like that, but they don't realize, girl, you know, the, the woman's not going to fuck with you like that. Yeah, man, this shit, just wow. But like, I think it's so funny. Like, I see so many dudes that are like proud to like pay women and shit. And I, I just be like reading some of the shit where dudes be like, "Hey, where's the hoes at?" And I'm, I'm cheap as fuck, bro. Like, I'm not trying to pay. I really don't even want to pay for dinner and, and all this little shit. But I rather. Oh shit, we have a call, man. Just one second. We take okay. calls on here. Let's see. Fresh podcast. Who is this and where you calling from? It's Quisha calling. Oh, shit. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? <clears throat> yeah, I can hear you. All right, who is this now? Quisha. Hey, what's going hey, on, girl? Man. Hey, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Oh, man, I, I'm, just I'm, up here, I'm just up here podcasting. We got Kanal on the line. Kanal, this is Quisha. Hey, Kisha, how you doing? Good and you. Doing all right. Hi, yeah. How you living, girl? I saw it was. I'm good. I saw it was calling time, and I need a vent. I just need something that needs to be buried. Oh, okay. I got you. What's happening? Who got to be buried? I need you to bury all these fucking deadbeat parents that only wanna don't have custody of their kids, but wanna. So bait them on fa- uh, Facebook, like the parent of the year. Oh, there's so many people like that. I don't like that little deadbeat yeah, shit yeah. anyway, for personal reasons. So for all mm-hmm. y'all out there, oh, hold yeah. on. Before we get into that, Kanal, we have a thing on here called bury him in the grave. If you a fuck boy, okay, you a fuck okay. girl, or whatever, we have this thing called the petty pistol, and we shoot you with some petty uh, bullets. So when you wake up the next day, you have some more sense, and you're not the same dumbass that you was when you went to bed. So this is in no way got to it. bring no physical harm to anybody. Got it. Got it. it makes sense. So for all of y'all out there yeah. who's deadbeat parents, you don't provide for your kid. You 
uh, you one of the reasons why I'm mad about they not gonna do abortions and shit because we don't need deadbeats like you spreading more kids out here, man. And then you get, then you got the audacity to get up on Facebook and be lying, posting pictures of your kids. Next time you post a picture with your kid, why don't you be in the motherfucking picture with them over there lying and shit? I'm sick of motherfucking people, and it's it's, it's, it's deadbeat men and it's deadbeat women out there too. And there's a lot of deadbeat women out there, and they need to get their motherfucking credit too. Cause it's not all the dudes that's fucked up. Yes. So for they're all, not ready for that conversation. Nope, though. nope. But hey, I'll have it on here one day. But for all y'all out there on hey. that little on that little fuck shit, you need to be a man. You need to be a woman. You need to take care of your responsibilities because in the long run, the only mm-hmm. person that you hurting is the kid, and that's fucked up because they innocent. And on this podcast, bitch, you buried. Appreciate you. You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. It's all good. It's all good. Whenever you got you somebody that needs to be buried, you just let me know. Oh, you know I will. All right, take it easy. All right. Later. Yes, nice, man. Yeah, yeah, man. People, you know, I'll post that I'm recording and people, you know, will call in. But um, yeah, I just see, man, like all that, all that tricking, like dudes are like super like proud. And I'm like, I'd, I'd rather have a chick, you know what I'm saying, that we just vibe on some cool shit and you want to give me the pussy just on the strength because you like me versus like a transaction and shit. And that that group, man, has kind of scared me of Colombia because I've always wanted to go out there, but then I heard they don't speak a lot of English. My Spanish is all right, but I'm seeing like all these dudes talking about they getting robbed and shit and drugged and I'm like, hey, I ain't trying to go over, man. No, no, it's not like that, man. I've been going to Columbia since 2015. Uh-huh. I mean, granted, I mean, some people get some people get robbed, but it's not a lot. The percentage is really low. It's just like when someone does get robbed, you sound you sound muffled. You sound muffled. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I said that Columbia is not as bad as you think, man. You'd be all right, man. I think it's just people just getting you know just getting caught up. Like any places you go, you you give someone an opportunity to take advantage of you. Yeah, it's gonna happen to you. Yeah, yeah. But you'd be all right. You'd be safe. I've been to like. Five cities in Colombia. Started traveling there in 2015. I never had an issue, man. So you just gotta be smart how you travel. It's no different than you going to any other country or city and state. Right. Yeah, because I use those groups for a lot of like research and shit. Like place I want to go to, I'm like, all right. And I find like recommendations for like hotels and like areas to stay in. So like there is a, like a lot of like vital information in there, but majority of it is entertainment, and I fucking love it. I mean, that's the thing. The, the platforms are meant to share information. Now, th- it's up to you to take it or leave it. I mean, I take everything as a grain of salt, but I always do my own research. So if I'm interested in going somewhere, I YouTube it, I Google it, and I ship advisor and just try to get a general idea, you know, find out what's going on in the government, in the city. If there's protests down there or issues over there, I don't go. I feel that. You mentioned that you was going to Mexico. What uh, part of Mexico are you going to? Um, it's a weekend trip. So I'm going to uh, fly to Carmen and Tulum. Okay, so it's okay. really just an online trip. Let loose, have a good time, come back home. In 2020, I went to Playa del Carmen. I stayed this uh, the night, but it wasn't cracking like that because it was pandemic and all that. But I will go back. But mm-hmm. I, I noticed, like, during the pandemic, Tulum got popular. All the little thoughts and shit found out about it and kind of, like, fucked it up and shit. Yeah, I heard. But I, I heard in places overly priced. Oh, yeah, man. They jacked that price up out there. 
I've been trying to shoot out to Mexico for the last few weeks. I was going to go a couple weeks ago, and then I ended up catching COVID like the day before I was supposed to leave. So I'm going to try to go up to Mexico City in a couple weeks, man, and hit it up. Like it's a place I've been wanting to see for a long time, different little areas of Mexico. So I'm going to hit it up, check the food out, the sites, kick it with my peoples. And then you said you're going to Thailand in November. November. Yeah, so I pretty much do the same thing. Like, uh, for every trip I go to, I pipeline. And pipeline is basically when you jump on Tinder or jump <laughs> on, you know, Bubble or Bumble. And I set up dates, man. And the thing is, what I do is, too, it's like, you know, she's mad cool. I'll just tell her, hey, show me around versus me paying a, a tour guide. Like, yeah. I had one of the girls that I hooked up with down there to show me around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I use them tools, too, man, to my advantage. What's like one of the wildest mm-hmm. things that you've seen in your travels? The wildest thing? Yeah. Mm. It actually varies. What happened? But, um, no, I'm saying it varies. It depends. Um, trying to think, man. I think, yeah, those are those are some beef issues between Uber and Taxi. And uh, when I was in Brazil, I got into Uber and a taxi driver attacked the Uber by throwing a brick through his window. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Brazil is another spot that I wanted to go to, but I was kind of nervous because they don't speak a lot of English. And then they said, like, it's, like, really, really sketchy and shit. Nah, you did all right, man. Don't, don't believe the people who've never been there. I mean, you'd be all right. Any country you go to is, like, I mean, wherever you're from, you go to the bad city, you know, something bad's going to happen to you. You go to the good city, the good part of the city, you'd be all right. Yeah. Just be smart how you travel, man. That's it. Because I was seeing things folk was talking about, don't even, like, have your phone out while you walk in or, like, a camera because, like, motherfuckers just run up and, like, take it and, like, um, pass it off and shit. I mean, I mean, it's just, like, you got to be careful how you move. But, then, I mean, again, that's a small percentage of people getting attacked. It's not like that every day, every minute, every second. Yeah. Um. You just you just got to be smart how you move, man. I mean, if you got a latest phone, don't walk around with your hand, you know, with your hand on it, and you know, people can look at you. They know you're not from there. So I mean, once you use your phone to take pictures, put it back in your pocket. Yeah. And I always keep my phone in my front pocket. I never put it in my back pocket. Oh uh, yeah, I don't I don't keep shit in my back pocket. Yeah. yeah. But I would like to know, like somebody who was like connected, because I would like to go hit up the favelas. Right, that's the thing. Like, why would you want to go there? For the experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, to see, you know what I'm saying, what it's like up there. I mean, there's a lot of tour guys that will take you to the safe part of those fellas, but the majority of the time, it's not safe. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why, like I said, if you go to the area where you're going to risk yourself just to say that you've been in the hood, then that's on you. Don't yeah. cry when something bad happens. I just like but, to check you know, if you, the full experience, but like knowing someone who's like connected, who's like, yo, ain't nothing to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Over here is like, yeah. I mean, the full experience as a traveler, you have to stay in there to get the full experience. You just stopping by, take pictures and leave. You're not going to experience the full experience of that country. So if you're going to, if you want the Fahela experience, I mean, you got to stay in the Fahela. Right. Um, but again, that's the, and this is where you need to hire a tour guide, a professional person that knows to get around because you don't want to hook up with a girl out there and she set you up. Man. Yeah. yeah. That happens and shit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. 
So, all right, so, fuck. How many passports you done went through? Uh, my third one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got, I got like, three years left on mine, so I'm trying to, like, get it all stamped up in, in full, so. Gotta yeah, I got three books. I went through. That's what's up. Yeah, I got three books. Went, went through uh, three books. No, I went through two books. I'm in my third one right now. And, um, you know, it's cool, but it just... Once you travel so much, man, you kind of treat it like it's like whatever. Right. You know, it's like, I mean, unless you go to a brand new country, the excitement start bubbling. But besides that, once you start used to traveling, you treat it for like for what it is. Like even the States, I've been to like probably 40 States here. Uh-huh. And it gets to the point where it's like, hey, okay, I got to go somewhere. I got to pack my bags and go. I don't treat it like anything special. What's the worst country you went to like you're like man I ain't never going back over here um worst country I can't say worse because you kind of dictate the outcome of that of that of that travel experience but I had country where I have no interest to go back so you know Ecuador was cool would I go back no El Salvador is alright Honduras okay I, I can't say worse. It just would I go back and you know and visit folks? No, I wouldn't go back because I made the best out of the situation. But still, you know, it wasn't you know a country where I want to come back to again. I feel that. Do you use like like drones and like what like camera do you use like to do footage? Yeah, um, I have a Mavic Air two. Um, I have a Canon M fifty. Mirrorless camera. I have a GoPro. I have a DJI Pocket, and I got shitload of lenses. So depending on what the what the goal is with, with the trip, I try to use my um, 16, my 30, and my 22 lenses. And uh, I use my GoPro a lot. So I have the GoPro Hero 9. I use that a lot, and of course the drone. You only get the area footage. I got a GoPro. And I sent it back because I was like, oh, I ain't going to use it. I'll just use, like, my bigger camera. But I'm thinking about getting one. It's only worth the money because it's so it's so incognito. Yeah. Big-ass camera, everybody can see that. And you can be a target versus a drone. Besides a GoPro, you can, you can put it right back in your pocket. Hell, yeah. And I wanted one so I can, when I was, like, swimming, I can go in the water, film all that. Yep. Yeah, the GoPros do all that. So it's worth the money, man. In in your opinion and what you've seen, what country got the baddest bitches over where you were like, damn, like all y'all find over here. Um, the baddest because I'm still traveling, so I can't say the baddest. The ones that I was really impressed with South Africa. No shit. Okay. I was really impressed but yeah, I was really impressed with South Africa, but it, you know, Latin America, they're all, they're all, there's a lot of attractive women outside of the U.S. Yeah. And to be honest, I think the women overseas look way better than the women here in the States. They, they're <laughs> pretty much in shape. They look better. They take care of themselves. I mean, granted, they, they don't have a lot of money to their names, but they take care of themselves. But um, I think it was just South Africa as far as body-wise, they were, they were really tight. Face-wise, I'll say Colombians. Okay. Um, but, like, just overall good time, Brazil. All right, all right. Places I ain't, I ain't been to yet. I had to hit yeah. it up. 
I mean, I mean, what do you take on on Thailand as far as the girls' wise and everything else? Man, they're thick. Like they thicker than like other Asian women and shit. No, I'm talking about well, I mean, there's like some fat chicks, but I'm saying like chicks with like body, like hips, ass, okay. like titties, you know what I'm saying? Like like yeah, like damn, like you wouldn't expect that, you know, from an Asian chick. Like my first few impressions of them, I was like, man, like a lot of these chicks are like very, very sweet. But there's a lot of chicks over who are hoes out there, so you gotta be careful, like a lot of them are like real deceiving. Like what do you mean as far as they, they told you they're about that money? No, no, not even that. Like them like just fucking with a, a gang of people at one time and shit is like, you know, I'm like, damn. Oh, God. Yeah, like, bro, there was a chick that I had knocked off. You know, I we was out somewhere and I like posted a picture in a group and a dude hit me up like months later and was like, Hey, this chick that you posted, I matched with her on Tinder. What's up with her? And I, I gave him the free game. I said, shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. But, like, that same chick, I found out, like, a few other motherfuckers had smashed her. I was like, damn. And then I knew some motherfuckers that knew yeah. her, and they was like, oh, yeah, she's with a different dude all the time. Like, everybody knows she get around. I was like, fuck, man. So, huh? See, those, those are the ones I try to avoid. Yeah. At first, like I ain't know, and then like I'm like I'm at this little bar, and like I uh, meet this one little black dude, and we talking and shit, and then we found out that like we had knocked off the same chick, and like we we still make jokes about that shit to this day, but like yeah, like uh, some of the chicks, man, are very cool, they're very loyal and shit like that. Like I noticed when you out with a lot of them, like they pay for their own shit, and you be like nah nah, but like they still like want to pay for it, like they have no issue like pulling out their wallet, like they'll pull their wallet out first. They love to party and shit. Like a lot of them are influenced by a lot of American shit. And the ones who are thicker over, the Thai dudes don't like them. They call them fat and chubby. So when you get on Tinder, you're going to see a lot of chicks that put like, I'm BBW, I'm chubby and shit. Or they'll put like the pig emoji and they not. But in the Thai man's eye, they fat because they not all bony. Wow. They not all bony and shit. And I met so many chicks like, oh, I'm they, I'm fat. I'm I'm a, I'm a BBW. I'm like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, you not. I'm like, let me show you what a real fat mm-hmm. chick with a BBW looks like. I'm like, in America, nobody would ever think you was fat. They'll be like, damn, she got a nice ass body. She's thick. But like over there, a lot of them dudes don't like it. So a lot of the chicks is fucking with white boys or black dudes and shit like foreigners and shit because like a lot of them Thai dudes don't like all that body and shit you know what i'm saying but you know a lot of the chicks is cool like i've been over a few times i don't have any guy friends that are tied all of my friends are women women i knock off and women who i'm just like cool with like two of my ho- yeah. uh, closest homegirls see and follow and shit like when i be out there i'm always like with them but one thing i noticed bro people automatically assume like y'all like together and shit like if you a man and a woman and shit walking around people gonna think like y'all together mm-hmm. So, like, my homegirls be getting pissed off a lot when we go out because dudes ain't going to fuck Why? with them because I'm around and shit. And, like, when I leave, then dudes oh, will okay. talk to them. And, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, like, it's it's rare to, it's not common to have, like, a platonic opposite sex relationship. You know what I'm saying? They they think everybody, you know what I'm saying, is in, married or fucking or some shit like that. I'm like, bro, no. Nah, a lot of people are just friends. But. You know, now was it difficult for you to meet, was it difficult for you to meet them and have a conversation with them? Uh, what like just like chicks in general? 
Well, like you out there in the streets doing your thing, was it difficult for you to meet them and talk to them? No, nah, I met a lot of chicks like on like line, and then I would just like meet chicks just out. And English is like widely spoken out there. Like the only people that really don't know English is like the older folks, like some of the like the taxi drivers or like the street food vendors. They'll know if you be like how much, then they'll tell you. But as far as like a real conversation, you can't really have it with them. But a lot of the chicks, you know, our age or whatever, like they know English and shit like that. They they hip on like American culture to an extent. So it's easy, you know what I'm saying, to talk to them. And some of them will kind of like approach you and shit or like give you like the look like, hey, come over here and get this. Wow. Yeah. It's a fun place, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the uh, our money – you know, goes goes far over. So I was really considering moving over, but then, you know, there was some shit that was just going on and it kind of like turned me off with the idea and I've been thinking about it again, but I don't know. I don't know. But like that was, that was one of my favorite countries and shit, but like some shit that went down like recently and I'm like, I don't know. I don't have like the best feelings about the whole country and shit. So maybe one what day. Happened? Oh shit, man. We'll have to get it. We have to get into that somewhere else, man. Yeah, I mean, well, 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 we can say it for another time. Yeah, but it was, it was like some bullshit. So I don't know, but my, my home girls was like, was like telling me like, Hey, you still can move out here. We was talking uh, the other day in the group chat. And I'm like, shit, I don't know. It was like, when you going to come back? I'm like, it might be like two to five years. And they was like, no, nah, no, nah, you gotta come back soon. I'm like, shit, I don't know. I'll see. But I don't know, man. I've had good memories over, but you know, I've had some some not so good memories and shit. So, got to get yeah, out. I'm making it clear to everybody when I get there. I'm not interested in a relationship. It's like I'm here to create content, yeah. make the floor, have a good time, and that's it. I'm not trying to be your man. I'm not trying to save any dreams. So, if you fucking with me, it is what it is. But I'm not gonna be doing none of that. Yeah. Oh, and it's like a wide variety of people that like travel and like live over there's there's a lot of africans and shit and a lot of africans in thailand yeah and they they do a lot of scamming over and a lot of people oh, nigerians or nigerian not shit nigeria i don't i know nigerians and motherfuckers from other places in africa but they kind of wow. ca- they kind of cautious dealing with black people and shit especially like with the exchange of money and all of that and i've noticed like a lot of chicks that put in a dating profile, like I don't want to talk about Bitcoin or crypto because the dudes were scamming chicks all, like that way and shit. Wow. There's, there's a lot of Indians and shit over there. And it was weird because last time I was over, a bunch of Indian men just kept looking at me like everywhere I went. Wow. They, they just kept like, I'm like, what the fuck are they looking at? And this chick was like, I don't know. They might think that you might be they race too or some shit. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Um, a lot of Chinese and shit go over, you know. So it's a it's a cool little spot. So how do they treat the brothers out there, like like the brothers, like African Americans? Shit, man! Like they they love black dudes. They love black culture. I've really never felt like really like discriminated against and shit. Like they real interested. Like I got long hair and shit. I got dreads and shit. So like motherfuckers like yeah. love, they love that. So they be like long hair man and like a lot of dudes over don't have hair. So, you know, they like that. Like, no one ever asked, like, to touch. I think this one old lady did once, but I really wasn't tripping. But, like, they'll see that. Like, I, like the first time I went, people kept calling me Bob. 
and every time I go, people call me Bob, and I didn't oh, realize. Yeah, I didn't realize like the first, like the the first like time I was there after like a week, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking Bob. So people always like say that, but now nah, people are cool, man. You have to. One thing I, I it gets annoying is they always try to get money at you, like the tuk tuk drivers and shit, the taxi cab, and then like when you walk in through like Calson Road or different little places. They putting like these signs in your face to try to get you to come in a bar. And I'm like, I'm literally walking with two buckets and the chick is putting a fucking sign in my face and saying like buckets. And I'm like, baby, I got two right fucking now. What am I going to do with two more? I said, let me finish this and then I'll come fuck with you. And then a lot of uh, dudes, I don't even know what their nationality is. They trying to get you to buy suits and shit. I'm like, cuz I'm trying to party right now. You see I'm walking with something. I don't want no fucking suit right now. Yeah, Yeah, but you know, I really love the street food. I don't eat too much at like restaurants. I mainly eat the street food and I'm like super open-minded. Whatever I see, I just be like, oh, what is this? Like one thing that I was, I was, I ordered that I really love and I eat a lot is chicken ass. I'd never had that before. I saw a dude. I'm like, what is this? He's like, this is pork. This is chicken. I was like, what is this? He said, ass. I'm like, ass from where? He's like a chicken. I said, let me, yeah, I said, let me get it. And I get that shit all the time. Like my homegirls, they'll take a picture of it and like send it to me on the gram. I'm like, oh, we got your ass. So I really love that. Uh, what is this like? Yeah, yeah, it's different. So I get a lot of like the meat on the stick and shit, man. And like I eat like every time I go over, I always eat the scorpion. You know, I eat crickets and all type of like crazy shit, man. Damn. Yeah. I, 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 how would it eat the insects? Some of them that I've went to, like, they had, like, no flavor. And then there was one that I had, like, she kind of deep fried it and put, like, some little flavor on it. And then I was eating that shit like it was popcorn. But, like, the scorpion is kind of hard a little bit. You know, you got to crunch. The roach wasn't that good. What else did I eat? Uh, the, the crickets and shit, man, they was good. Like, yeah, man. I'm I'm very open-minded. And I've, like, recorded, like, all of these encounters. So I've been working on a little travel, like, vlog documentary type shit so i'm i'm working on that right now yeah, doing, you should do it man i mean you have the content to support it so you're in good standing yeah i'm i'm, I'm doing the edits right now on a paris trip and then i'm gonna uh, work on thailand after i get the paris one done thanks man do you do that type of stuff yeah. like like your travels like do you put that like on youtube or you just have it like on facebook you just keep it like for personal use yeah i put it on i put it everywhere I put it on my instagram facebook and youtube and what I'm doing now, like I'm doing vlog experiences, I do highlight videos. So this is where I don't talk on video; I just show you different places. So, um, yeah, man, I just I know, like I said, when I travel, I take all my my gear with me. So if I'm bored, I can just start taking pictures or whatever. Yeah, I feel that. I need to start like using my camera more for photography. I use it just you know for like video and all that. So I want to like do more in that. Like, I want to get to the point where I can, like, travel and, like, have someone, like, hold the camera for me. Yeah. And then I can just yeah, do I'm my little shit. Because, I'm the same way because I'm going to travel by myself, man. I don't want to give my camera to somebody I don't know. Right. But then, like, there's there's some people that you can't hire, you know what I'm saying, to do that. But then it's like, shit, they might try to snatch off, you know, with the camera. Yeah. True. Man. Um, all so right. True. So. Tell the people, man, where they can find the the vlog, the vlogs that you do, the IG and the YouTube. Yeah, I mean, definitely, man. Um, all you need to do is go to blackmantravels.com. 
That's black, B-L-A-C-K, man, M-A-N, travels.com. There you'll find my, my handles through uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. So um, it's a great platform. And like I said, we do videos consistently on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. And uh, we just talk about a variety of different topics. I don't bash women just to travel. You know, I know there's a huge argument within the uh, passport bro community. Yeah, that's what you, that's what you told me. You was like, I don't bash women. I was like, bro, no, no. I was yeah. like, like, we tell like stories and shit like about women, but we don't be in here like just bashing or whatever. But okay. we, we do, yeah, yeah, we do, it, we do say bitch stuff. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff just bashing people. I don't believe in bashing people. If you're done with a group of people, then just keep it to yourself and, and you know, move on. But um, I'm all about empowering brothers, you know, strictly brothers. Um, because, you know, we need that outlet to, to, to let go of that steam. You know, sometimes we carry a big bulk of the, of, of the suffering of the world on our shoulders. Hence why we always have bad health. And um, just telling us to let it go. You know, if you got to see therapy, go see therapy. If you need to go see a nutritionist to fix your health, go out and do that and travel, man. You know, there's more to life than just working and grinding because sometimes we grind so hard that we make sure you know we got a heart attack. Right. What well, hey? What made you create that group? Uh, I was like I said, I've been traveling for quite a while, and I I, had, I was part of another group called Black Men Bound to Land America, and I kind of like the direction. But hold on, what, um, what, I feel like you know what was that one called? Black Men Bound to Latin America. Oh, okay, I don't know that one. Yeah, that but it's not as active as it used to be. Once I left, I brought a lot of people from there with me to start Black Men Travels. And, uh, and it's just, again, you know, I'm, I'm 44 years old, so I don't go out to clubs and do anything like that. So it's pretty much a hobby for me, man, to be honest. You know, I like I like creating content, like sharing content. So anything that can be helpful for the, the next man, like literally passing the baton, I'm, you know, I'm down to do it. Are you in the other group that has, like, sim- the similar name to your group? No, 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 I'm not part of those groups. I, I left a lot of groups because I wanted to focus on my shit. Okay, okay. And um, and plus, too, I'm at a level now, like, traveling-wise, a lot of the other groups, they're still more catered to novice travelers. I'm more of a veteran, so, right. you know, a lot of the stuff in these other groups, they don't have anything that I, you know, that I could learn from. It was always, like, I'm always giving people game, but I'm like, and I want to go somewhere... You know, which is less distraction, less bullshit. So I left a lot of those groups. I feel like, yeah, like some of them used to be like super dope, and like a lot of them fell off. You know, and I was like, damn. And yeah, yeah. And then there's some that I'm like, they really like cater to like the women, and like they let a lot of shit fly, and like the, what the women say, and like the women hate yeah. a whole. Oh, the women hate a whole lot. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are co-ed groups. My group is strictly man only. Yeah. I, make, I make sure <laughs> that I validate the profiles. So if I see any potential trolls, I kick them out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, I ain't I really get, seen. I give everybody one warning. Okay. I ain't seen a whole lot of, like, trolls like that for real, like, in, in that group. But the other ones, I No, nah, because I monitor it. Yeah, so I catch I catch everything. <laughs> so once I know someone's talking that slick that slick shit, all right, it's time for you to go, man. Yeah, now like, that's why I don't care to have five thousand members or ten thousand members because 
it's hard to monitor that. When I'm under five thousand, I could I could easily manage that. Right. How many admins you got? Um, I got three. Okay. Three admins. Yeah, but I'm 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 the most active one because I'm constantly on it, so I was monitoring what's going on. I feel like yeah, man. I I really enjoy the group. Like I have like joked on people and shit, you know, like shit that they've said or like post and all that little shit. And I like I look at it as good fun, but like I'm like, hey man, some of this shit is like getting repetitive and like just stupid and shit. But it is, yeah, it is. and that's why I try to monitor the topics as well. If I see, oh, this is redundant. I'm not gonna post it. So I actually approve what posts what, what posts get uh, put on the site. So uh, if I read it and I feel like it's not making sense, I just delete it. Shit, man, you've approved some some. Some some posts. I was like, "Well, why? this is the same shit." Yeah, sometimes I, I let it ride. <laughs> sometimes I let it ride because you know, maybe because I don't have enough content to keep the conversation going. Because again, the whole the whole purpose of this uh, website is to keep everyone engaged. Yeah. So sometimes I let the dumb posts go through, and dudes be talking, man. And I'm like, "All right, cool. It works for everybody." Yeah. There's somebody that be posting. I love. I'll be joking on him all the time, and I, I need to reply back because people was commenting on my shit i ain't been on like facebook like that i've been like real busy with shit so people's asking me questions about some shit that i posted so i need to get on there and respond back to folk yeah man and again i I love to have you on the podcast so we get shit to talk about thailand and your experience and everything else you can share some of your pictures um you're creating a lot of content i i definitely encourage you to to become a youtuber man i mean granted it's gonna take time to build it but you know you have enough content plus with your comedy skit Stop uploading that to your, to your YouTube channel. People can start seeing you know who you are. Yeah, man, that's that's something uh, I'm gonna do once I get like the routine like down and I can get it like in front of like a real crowd and shit. Like, yeah, I'm definitely putting that shit like on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. I'm putting it like everywhere. So, yeah, yeah. but that's something uh, a lot of people have been telling me like, oh man, you got to get on the YouTube and start putting content out, especially the travel. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm working on it. And I just been doing like multiple projects at one time, but like I was thinking, I was like, man, I should have been like recording this shit like years ago because I went to like some dope ass places. And then I'm like, I got to make a change, and I got to start filming this. Like I was always taking pictures, and like one of my travels, man, I travel, I do it for like the dead homies and shit, and I do it for like my peoples that will never leave the country because they too close minded or they can't afford it or like they just scared. Or for the people, you know what I'm saying, that just never going to go nowhere. So I always like to take a lot of pictures and a lot of footage. And a lot of people may hit me up and was like, hey, man, I be living through you. Every time you go somewhere, I'm always looking to see, you know, what you're doing because you be doing some some fun-ass shit. And I know I'll never get to, yeah. to go there. So, like, I, that, that's why I'm always, like, making content and, like, videos and shit. And, like, I've been places and chicks was like, oh, you always on the phone. I'm like, hey, man, I'm doing this for a reason. Like, just shut the fuck up and let me let me, there's a method to my madness and shit. I'm not talking to bitches and shit. I'm like recording this content. Like, just let yeah, me Yeah, yeah, and you should, and that's why I said you should go ahead and start that YouTube. You have enough content to get things started and conversation going. And plus, you can move your podcast to YouTube when you get more viewers. You can still, you can create a live stream on YouTube so everyone can actually see you if you want to, you know, share your screen. And, you know, it's, it's a better platform. So, if you're considering it, again, just give you more exposure to YouTube would definitely help. Yeah, hell yeah, that's the next move. Uh, before we get out of here, is there anything that you want to tell the people? Um, 
if anything, guys and ladies, you know, if you haven't gotten a passport yet, make sure you get it. You know, having a passport is like is like having a driver's license. You know, you, you want to make sure you have it with you. Uh, there's a lot to see and do outside the U.S. And um, it's a lot cheaper as well. So don't limit yourself. If you want to travel and see the world or just escape, do that, man. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. That's it. And will you tell the people again where they can find all your material online? Yeah, I'm Black Man Travels. Uh, that's with an A for Black Man with an A, travels.com. This is where you can actually find a lot of information about my travels, my blogs, my videos, my pictures. It's a good, it's a good thing, man, to give you a, a sense of who I am and why I travel. So definitely check it out. Hell yeah. As always, if you have a dream, you have a goal, you have an idea, I want you to go for it. Don't listen to the people that are saying it'll never work because more than likely they never tried it or they failed and just gave up. Don't listen to those motherfuckers. I'm sending y'all good vibes, good health, good wealth, positivity. All the good things in life that you want, I hope you get it. To those that are deserving, that want the same for me. I hope y'all have a good mental health. If you're going through some shit, talk to a therapist. I talked to my therapist earlier today. We had another session. We had a we had matter of fact, we I'm doing two sessions a week. I did one on I do one on every Wednesday. And now we're doing a little like a little 30 minute catch up on Fridays. So we caught up today. I was venting her ass, letting her know what I got on my chest. Nice. Go talk to people. Nice. If you got some shit going on in your life, get help. I'm sending y'all love. I'm sending y'all love, compassion. Hope y'all send that back to me. I appreciate y'all listening to me. Even the punk motherfuckers, I don't appreciate y'all who listen because some of y'all listen with bad intentions and fuck y'all. You know who you are. But the rest of y'all, you know I love y'all. I want y'all to keep listening. Subscribe. Tell all your peoples about it. All my info will be in the description. Follow me. And all of that To all the people out there that be lying on me Hating on me Making up rumors, talking shit Lies, I just want to say Fuck you, eat a dick, die slow Bury y'all one time <laughs> You just got buried, you little punk ass bitch It's the Fresh Podcast And we out of here Oh, and most importantly, Travel that is like one of the best forms of therapy. And I'm kind of going crazy because I can't travel right now because my schedule and shit. And also, if you th- if you don't have no kids and you're thinking about having kids, get rid of that fucking thought and go fucking travel. Because I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. with kids and they be pissed off like, oh, I can't go into work so I got to buy the, the kids shoes and shit. And I'll be like, damn, that's fucked up. I don't have to buy my dog no dog food for like three months, so we cool. So, yeah. If you do have kids, have fun with your little family trips and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't like to travel with fucking kids. That's why I don't want to meet up with y'all when y'all invite me to shit. That's the honest truth. I want to do some shit that's not kid friendly. But yes, people travel. Yeah. And when I say travel, I'm not talking about you being in your hometown and you going to fucking Miami and New York. No, leave the country. And Mexico really don't count. And like Dominican don't either. Like really go somewhere. Travel. See the world, get them passport stamps, get out of your element. Like a lot of you motherfuckers kill me and shit. You fucking are scared to go overseas, but you're not scared in the hood. 
and shit. You don't want to leave the hood, but there's so many beautiful places in this world that you can see. But, hey, if you stay home, that just means it's more pussy out there for me. I'm Mr. GQ. This is the Fresh Podcast. Sending y'all love. Until next time. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.